Hello everyone, Coach Joe here and welcome to the Magellan Network Podcast, where you'll learn the rules and tools for success in the financial services industry to become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. If you like this podcast and want to subscribe, search the Magellan Network Podcast with Coach Joe on SoundCloud or iTunes. With that said, let's get into it. Hi, this is your coach, Joe Lucas, and welcome to this episode of the Magellan Network Show. Hey, in this episode, let's talk about how to go ahead and rate client relationships. What makes a functional, profitable client relationship, and then what makes a dysfunctional, unprofitable client relationship. So let's go ahead and dig right in on this. Uh, The reason why I brought this topic up uh, in this episode is uh, recently I was talking to one of my longer-term clients I've had for uh, for many years, and... uh, so we'll stay the union call and things like that. And um, we, you know, we just, somehow we got into the markets. And, you know, when we're recording this, markets have been really, really good. Uh, talk about a V, right? It's like a real strong V. And um, we we're just talking about that. And and I said, man, how'd you do with your clients, you know, as far as keeping them in the game? And, and we all know back in uh, March, uh, you know, towards a lot of part of March, early April, uh, things got a little spicy dicey in our game. And, uh, you know, part of the protocol that pretty much all my clients run was make sure everybody's uh, where they need to be from an investment standpoint. Unfortunately for this advisor, he, you know, kept all his clients in the game except for two. And we were talking about those two clients and I I said, well, tell me this story and and I'm not going to bore everybody with all the details. But these are smaller clients, you know, uh, you know, quarter million dollars plus or minus. Uh, So not definitely not A level or, or double or triple A type clients. Uh, but nice people, right? So let's talk first about how to evaluate your relationships. And then uh, then I'll get back to my story. So I believe, and I like things simple. I think advisors have, because we're all smart, right? There's a tendency to make things overly complex. So let's just kind of keep things to what I call the basics. You know, like almost like a core four. And uh, when I look at client relationships, and by the way, you can apply this to pretty much any type of business, but let's apply it here. So to me, the first thing, we are in a personal relationship, personal services business, right? I mean, it's not, you know, you know, we're going to be intimate from a knowledge basis with our clients. So the first thing is likability. You know, I got to like them, right? And because if you don't like the people that you serve, if you don't like the partners in your business relationship, then you're always going to feel stress. You know, it's and here's the way you test that theory. Well, clients going to come in today for a review, and you hope they cancel, right? Clients on the phone, client wants to talk to you. Hey, take a message. I'll call them back, right? Um, you know, if they, you know, if they invited you out for lunch or a drink or something or a cup of coffee, you would uh, I'd find a way not to go, right? So those are, those are to me, kind of the markers of a not a happy relationship. So likability is important. Now, why? why? Likability begets rapport. Rapport begets trust. Trust allows us to have honest and open communications, which allow us to then make recommendations that are then followed upon, right? So likability, rapport, trust, I got to have that. That's number one, okay? Number two. And by the way, when I say number two, I'm not. There's, there, these are flat, and they're all equally important. Not one's more important than the other. Uh, number two, profitability, right? Minimums. And when I say that, I don't mean from a standpoint of you know assets, right? I don't care. You know, in our world today, 
assets are meaningless unless they're productive assets, right? They're driving revenue, right? And I mean more in an advisory way, not in a transactional way. So I'm gonna let you, I'm not gonna sit there and say, here's everybody's numbers, but here's what I have found to be sort of some ballpark guidelines. And I'm gonna put it in two buckets. Uh, bucket number one, you're independent, you own operate either through an IBD, an RA, or some hybrid model. Bucket number two, you're associated with a major wirehouse, okay? Two different buckets. So I would say in the wirehouse bucket, minimums, these are minimums. If you're not driving $5,000 a top line off everyone in relationship to the minimum, not an average, a minimum, then you got to look at things. So let's, let's do the math. 5K, 50, 60% comes off the top from the mothership, right? So what am I left with? Two grand out of five, maybe I'm left with two grand gross, top line, right? Then I have some of my expenses that my firm does not pay for, right? That comes off the top, right? Then I got taxes, that comes off the top. Um, so that $5,000 client, what are you netting? $1,200, $1,500? Think about that. I know you don't want to, but that's reality. So I believe on the on the wirehouse, and again, we're talking bare bone minimums, and then you can figure out what that means, what fees you need to charge, but man, if you got less than that, I'm sorry, man, you're, you're not making money. You're not profitable, and you're allowed to make a profit, but you deserve to make a profit. On the on the outside game, right, the RA, there's a little bit different. There's so many different business models, right? Uh, I've got clients that work out of their house with 85% margin before tax. Uh, then I've got clients that have, you know, opulent offices and staff up to yin yang, and they're, they're probably nets closer to a wirehouse kind of payout, but they control their game, right? So I'm gonna let you, but so to me, um, anywhere from 2,500 as a minimum, 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 right? All the way up to, you know, whatever you want to do there. But you got to know what profitability means, right? So I got likable and I got profitable. Now, third piece, coachable. Now, let's get back to my client. So what was the challenge in his relation? Well, there's really two challenges, right? Number one, they're small clients are not really profitable, but they've been around a long time. So, you know, we as this industry look at loyalty and we'll talk about that in a little bit. But in this case here, what happened was that, you know, we're, we like the client. They're not really profitable for us. But here's the real kicker. They're not coachable. They don't take advice. When the most important advice my client could give them is stay the course back in March, they bail and did not get back in, by the way. So where do you think they sit today? It's a train wreck. An absolute train wreck. Right? And so, and then I asked him, I said, well, how much time, and just out of curiosity, you know, he goes, Joe, I had multiple conversations with them. We did a Zoom meeting. I almost pleaded with them. It was such a wrong thing. I said, so you put a ton of emotional energy. He goes, yeah, you have no idea. You know, and, I, and, and when they wanted to pull, I, I felt sick to my stomach putting the, trade putting the trade request in to liquidate. Made me sick to my stomach. It's okay, right? And, and even with that conversation, you know, he said, well, I'm going to try to, you know, and I said, what you do after that? He goes, I, I wanted to get them back in a little, even if I had the dollar cost them in a little bit over time, just to kind of get them in. And they, they didn't want to do it. It's that in cash, right? Which is like burning money. So I said, what are you going to do here? I said, so they're not, you like them, which is great. They're loyal. That's fine. Um, economically, you know, business case, there's the total business case. They got to go. Not even a question, right? The reason why they're still with you is you like them and loyalty. I said, but here's the real big problem. They don't take advice. And when a client stops taking advice, 
they can't be a client anymore. It's like you're just you're just kicking a can down the road that's going to come back and bite you either legally, economically, or both. Now, remember I said there's core four, right? So we got likable, I got profitable and coachable, three things. Now, if you want to sit there and scale, well, yeah, how do you rate these? One to five, one to 10, whatever you want to do. Pass, fail, right? I mean, that's, that's kind of your call. I'm gonna let you decide that there's no right way to do this, but I will say this, you need to do this. You need to sit down and score your relationships and be honest, right? And now why won't advisors do that? And we will get to the fourth one. I'm not gonna leave you hanging forever on this. Why, why does an advisor do this? Because of fear, scarcity, and they, they just, you know, they're not confident in their relationships, right? There's the, the, you know, there's this uneasiness a lot of advisors have because again, you know, you're in an at will relationship, you know, none of your clients sign on for, here's a five year contract to run my money or to be my advisor. So there's a ton of advisor insecurity that runs around. And with that insecurity, what happens is that you will, you will fold, you will reduce your standards, you'll ignore them in some cases, right? And that always comes back to bite you, right? So how do you get rid of insecurity? Then I promise you we'll get to the fourth one. I mean, if you think about insecurity, it's about scarcity primarily. So if you don't have a pipeline of prospects, um, if you're not driving your referral and introduction game, if you're not maximizing profitability and the value you can provide your relationships, by adding a lot of value and by having all their money, financial planning, insurance, or you're not, if you're not maximizing that relationship and tying them all into you, you're always gonna feel, you know, a little uneasy, right? Just the way it is. So you need to make sure that you've got a plan. I used the term I was, you know, I was interviewing a, a, a one of our strategic partners at Magellan Network. And uh, I was talking to her about relational capital, which is a term I've coined, um, you know, where an advisor uh, does more than just the basics, right? You know, reviews, financial plans, things like that. We really, we really go above and beyond, you know, for our relationship and create that relational capital. It's very, very important to do that, right? So with that said, you know, we're talking about just kind of getting out of that insecurity game and really being secure. And when you have when you have your when you have your introduction referral game working, right? You have your optimization game working, you have these things working, mentally you're gonna feel more abundant and you're gonna be okay in having those conversations. You know, in fact, a lot of you have too many households, not the right households. You all need to declare to yourselves, how many slots do I really have? You know, how many seats do I have on my bus, my boat, whatever, whatever, you know, uh, metaphor you want to use, but know the number right? The word more is nebulous. That's not part of our game, but you need to know that. So let's get to the fourth one. So we got likable, right? And, and by the way, likable, gotta have, right? Profitable, gotta have. Coachable, otherwise you're literally gonna drive yourself crazy. And especially with um, Reg BI coming down, you know, you just, we can't afford as an industry, as a profession to have dysfunctional relationships anymore. No longer the case. You know, this is not about trying to get them to do a trade or trying to get them to do this. Like, they got to be all in with you. Either they're drinking the Kool-Aid or they're not. And for a lot of advisors, this is going to be a very interesting, you know, window of time when this when this rate gets rolled out, where they're going to have to, where it's going to force the changing of how the relationships are run, right? Overall, I think it's a good thing. 
in most respects, you know, there's no perfect anything. Uh, but I think it's going to cause advisors to really take a look at the relationships and make sure they're functional. At the end of the day, what we need is the right relationships, not a lot of relationships. You know, when I started my coaching career 26 years ago, um, as any of as all of us did, right? You know, we just kind of we did what we needed to do to survive. But if you if you keep that mentality throughout your career, that's what you create that survival mentality. You've got to be okay firing clients. Right, you got to be okay of having a standard, and if that standard's not met, that standard's not met, then then there's got to be a par- a parting. Bottom line, right? Going back to my client, so what did I task him with? The conversation. Either we're gonna either we're gonna we're gonna do what we need to do, or they're gonna be gone. Period. Bottom line, they're not profitable. They're not profitable either, unfortunately. So they're nice people, but unfortunately, you know, we can't run a nonprofit. Number four, we call I call it leverage or referability. So will this client will this client act as an advocate? Will they refer? Will they introduce us? Are they leverageable? So we have likable, profitable, coachable, leverageable. Four, core four of relationship. Right now, you can't force somebody to refer. Right, as much as we like to think we can. Um, and it's weird, right? Because uh, you can really, and I have it here in my game too. I just accept it. I don't like it, but I accept it. You know, sometimes you just go ahead and you have conversations with people and you just can't get things done the way you need to and they just don't refer. So it is what it is. And there's nothing you can really do about that going forward. You still need to serve the client, but understand they're not going to act as an advocate for you. It just doesn't happen. So what I really like you all to do, you know, as we wrap up this episode, is really look at your clients. I mean, you know, I do that inside of my game. You know, when I declared Magellan Network was going to be uh, th- no more than 300 advisors, instantly that made me think about what the, what the new standard needs to be. And we started to move into that new standard. And we uh, we cut some people this week, you know, which you, you're like a coach cuts clients. Yeah, we do. Because we have standards. I want you to have those same standards too. Okay, so thank you for listening. Thank you for watching and let me tell my story inside of this episode of the Magellan Network Show. If you want to come check us out, MagellanNetwork.net. You can put in an application. Do you want to be one of the 300? Until next time, have a great week. So there you have it. If you've enjoyed listening to this podcast, I would like a 14-day free trial to the Magellan Network to get better at business development, practice management, personal development, and overall create the ideal vision for yourself and your business, please visit MagellanNetwork.net. That's MagellanNetwork.net and claim your 14-day free trial. As always, I'm here to help you become a better business owner, entrepreneur, and professional. And with that, I'll catch you next time on the Magellan Network podcast with me, your host, Coach Joe. Take care.